0: Hello, my siblings in Christ. Thank you so much for tuning into this podcast. I know it has been a minute since I have been uploading and posting. I have really just kind of sort of been going through my own life things and just trying to make sure that everything that is going on within me is looking how the father planned for it but I've also just been going through a different life changes and emotions so I kind of just took a little step back not because I did not want to come and just share a word with God's people but just because I had to really find myself aligning myself with him so I just took a little step back but I'm so happy to be back I'm so happy to be posting these episodes for you guys and just um Connecting you guys back to the source, and just having you think about your relationship this time around um, during this podcast. I definitely just want to um, allow us to genuinely and warmly build a relationship with God. Um, this podcast is titled. He who never leaves because Jesus never leaves us, no matter how many mistakes we made. I don't know about you, but I'm definitely not perfect, so I make mistakes all the time. And in those, in making those mistakes, I have to learn how to not be so hard on myself because I'm still in my flesh. It doesn't give me a right away or a passage to make mistakes, but mistakes will happen. So I just want to go ahead and lean into a prayer before getting into this podcast. So, Father God, we come to you today thanking you for another day. Thank you for the air that you breathe in our lungs. We thank you that every single problem that we have, all we have to do is give it to you. And you already know the ending and everything is solved in you, Father God. We ask that this podcast open up hearts and ears to receive and just accept you into their hearts and that it will look exactly how you need it to and that the Holy Spirit will lead and guide every single one of us through this conversation. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. So, we're going to talk about what it means for Jesus to never leave. So, I'm just going to be vulnerable. So, your girl has been struggling with sexual immorality morality i absolutely hate struggling with this because it is one of the, the bible says this is the, one of the hardest sins to flee from and it is certainly true um it doesn't mean that like i'm just out here doing what i want when i want to but it's definitely one of those things that i have i know that god has called me to be like very pure and work on my purity and just give every single problem to him so your girl has definitely been struggling with sexual immorality and during my process of struggling and falling back into certain things and certain habits God just still His grace extended over my life. Still, He just decided that I was worthy. Still, He has been blessing me. Still, He has been showing me favor. Still, He has been leading me. And one thing that I had learned and I understood was that this flaw, this thing that I consider a flaw, this sin that I consider a flaw, has actually brought me closer and closer to the Father. It has actually led me to seek Him more. And so, it just let me know that the Father knew exactly what mistakes I would make and what would lead me back closer to him what would pull me in closer to him what would help me seek his way in his word and he's allowed me to make those mistakes in order for me to circle back around to him and understand that um, there's a reason why he had called me to be a certain way and just because I haven't seen any good role models or any good leadership in regards to people who uh, don't struggle because everyone I think is Many people in my life struggle with sexual immorality. So I think that he um, definitely allowed me to make those mistakes. and allows me to learn from those mistakes because he needs me to be able to lead. (laughs) And he wants me to lead. And and I know I was just talking to him like, Father God, I don't really have any good role models. Like I feel like everyone around me is just doing what they want to do. And I know just because they're doing what they want to do, that doesn't make it right. But I just don't understand why they can do it and I can't. And he just let me know that, well, I have called you to be a leader in this area, so I need you to lead. And so with those mistakes being made and me understanding that there is a responsibility attached to my name because he had bestowed it to me and he trusted me with it. And one thing I can tell you about the father is anytime he gives you an order, anytime he asks you to do something, I really feel that he knows that you're capable of doing it. Now, I know Moses, you know, when I think about Moses in the book of, um, I think it's, y'all, I can't even get the chapter right. It was before they stepped into the promised land, before they um, crossed over the Jordan, and he was supposed to speak to the rock but instead he struck it because that was what god commanded him to do and he fell so he was punished and um god did not allow moses to walk into the promised land with the rest of the israelites so i know that sometimes we do fall short and we just choose to disobey god because that is definitely possible but i know god does not give us anything that that we're not capable of doing or something that we're not capable of of succeeding in like god knows what we can and cannot do so when he gives us something it's so important for us to continuously go back to him pray about it give him worship give him praise and just ask him to help help in that area and i know you've heard the saying that there is power in the name in the name of jesus it's true Anytime you're going through trouble Anytime yourself is, is being your biggest enemy If you call on that name I promise you It'll get you out of situations Because I have done it I am a witness to it It works So just to um, just get into Jesus not leaving us I do have a couple scriptures That I want to read So the first one that I'm going to read Is Deuteronomy chapter 31 verse 8 It says the Lord is the one who goes ahead of you He will be with you He will not fail you or forsake you Do not fear or be dismayed So if you're someone like me Who struggles with any type of immorality But sexual immorality Then you will understand That um, this scripture is basically To me saying that God knows Like the choices in life That you're going to make The things that you're going to do And he knows that Basically, that is something that you will struggle with. He knows that this is a fight that you'll have to face and it's not a fight that you have to face on your own. To be honest, he, he never intended for us to fight that battle on our own. He goes before us in every single thing that we do. So when we're facing some of the things that are hard, that we consider hard to change for ourselves, it's not hard for God. So take everything back to God. Any battle that you have and when you know that God has spoken something over your life and you know whatever happens is between you and God. But just go back to God and tell him the areas in which you're struggling and then let him lead and guide you in those areas. Another scripture that I want to read is 1st 1st Corinthians chapter 8. Um, verse 6 it says yet for us there is but one God the Father from whom all things and we exist for him and one Lord Jesus Christ by whom are all things and we exist through him so I know y'all heard me say in the past that there is nothing that we can do without Jesus there is a scripture that says that apart from me you can do nothing that's what jesus says and it is so true so he's never going to leave us because he knows that we can never do we can't do anything in life without him so with us being coexisting with the creator being a part of him being a seed of god and then also being you know jesus is god so also being his seed and his um, most valued creation and so special in, in to him He knows that there's going to be certain things that we're going to face in life that we cannot handle on our own. But it is our responsibility to go to Him and be vulnerable and put our pride aside and ask for help in that area. Because if you're comfortable in standing, you're ultimately choosing to walk in that broad path, which ultimately leads to death. Instead of walking in a narrow path of righteousness and following Christ and being more Christ-like, I'm not saying by any means that we're supposed to be perfect because there's only one perfect one and we can never be perfect, but that we should aim and try every single day to follow the commands that are given over our life in order for us to really have and enjoy a fruitful life. Now, the next thing I just want to get into um, that I really feel like will help all of us understand the importance of being obedient to the Father and being obedient to commands. Is This is just such a safe place, but also just one of the realest places to go to is in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 28, where it talks, talks about the blessings for obedience and the curses of disobedience. And it's not because it's supposed to, we're supposed to fear the Lord, but it's not supposed to make you feel condemned or make you think that you're, You can't make mistakes or that, um, like, you know, that is just unacceptable because God is the only one that can judge. And on top of that, we just, you know, we, we have to be very, very, very honest and easy on ourselves because we do fall short all the time. And Jesus knows this, but it just helps you to stay in line when you stay in contact with the word and you realize that God's promises are living promises and that they apply to everyone. And so I really just want to read this because I feel like it will help all of us um, just learn to obey God. Not only because we want to have that very intimate relationship with God, but because we want to reap the harvest of bringing Him glory and for building His kingdom and expanding His kingdom. So we're going to be in chapter 28 of Deuteronomy, and it reads, If you fully obey the Lord your God and carefully follow all His commands, I give you today, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations on earth. All these blessings will come to you and accompany you if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the county. The fruit of your womb will be blessed, and the crops of your land, and the young of your young, your livestock, the calves of your herds, and the lambs of your flocks. Your baskets and your kneading throw will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in, and blessed when you go out. The Lord will grant that the enemies who rise up against you will be defeated before you. They will come at you from one direction, but flee in, from you in seven The Lord will send a blessing on your barns and on everything you put your hand to. The Lord your God will bless you in the land he is giving you. The Lord will establish you as his holy people as he promised you and on oath. If you keep the commands of the Lord your God and walk in obedience to him. Then it talks about the curses of disobedience. So we're jumping down to to verse 15 in chapter 21. It says, however, if you do not obey the Lord your God and do not fully follow all his commands and decrees I'm giving you today, all these curses will come on you and overtake you. You will be cursed in the city and cursed in the country. Your basking, and your kneading, will be cursed. The fruit of your womb will be cursed and the crops of your land and the calves of your herd and the lambs of your flocks. You will be cursed when you come in and cursed when you go out. The Lord will send on you curses, confusion and rebuke in everything you put your hand to until you are destroyed and come to a sudden ruin because of the evil you have done and forsaking him. The Lord will plague you with diseases until he has destroyed you from the land you are entering to possess. The Lord will strike you with wasting disease with fever and inflammation and scorching heat and drought with blight and mildew which will plague you until you perish the skies over your head will be bronze the ground beneath you iron the lord will turn the rain of your country into dust and powder it will come down from the skies until you are destroyed the lord will cause you to be defeated before your enemies you will come at them from one direction but flee from them in seven and you'll come become a thing of horror to all the kingdoms on earth Your carcasses will be food for all the birds and the wild animals, and there will be no one to frighten them away. The Lord will afflict you with the boils of Egypt and with tumors, festering sores, and an itch for which you cannot be cured. The Lord will afflict you with madness, blindness, and confusion of mind. At midday, you will grope about like a blind person in the dark. You will be unsuccessful in everything you do. Day after day, you will be oppressed and robbed, and no one will rescue you. And then it goes on forever. And... I have talked about on my social media how the blessings for obedience um, make They are very, it's a very short section. It basically is very straightforward. Like, you will be blessed. God will, you know, your enemies will flee from you. You will be his holy people. Your crops will flourish. Everything you touch is successful. But the curses for disobedience goes on and on and on and on. And that just really shows how much God hates sin. Now, he did send his only son. That was in the Old Testament. He did send his only son to die for all of our sins so that we may live a life full of righteousness, though, that we are worthy now in the sight of God because of His Son, Jesus, who died for us, and we love Him so much for it. But at the same time, I do still believe that God is very serious about, you know, he, He still passes out punishment, consequences for people who disobey what God has called them to do. And so, if you know that God has spoken something directly to you, he has asked you to do something then just always go back to the father and ask him to help you in that area because we are we fall short and the enemy knows what god has asked us to do what if he tries to stop us from fulfilling that and for doing or looking the way that god has planned for us to do but i want to encourage you to understand that the enemy has already lost the battle because if god spoke it then it will come to pass and so Every promise that is written in the Bible is a promise that is for you and me. So we don't have to be um, afraid or scared and we don't have to be just discouraged when it comes to our shortcoming. We should never focus on the sin. We should always focus on the word and what God says about us and just connecting back to the source and and allow it to bring us closer to him because ultimately God just wants us to have this beautiful relationship with him his glory and his favor and his grace it always falls on us because we are his children his love is just so unexplainable he really does care so much about his children that like even there was this this is such a a different example but even like when it comes to the whole the, um, the famine that is supposed to be happening and the uh, just the other things, the war, the rumors of war and all the, the end time. Just this grace period that he has given his children has been absolutely just beautiful because we know that something is coming because if God would allow something like COVID to happen to bring people closer to him, you know, there's other things that I know that God would allow to happen. And and then there's, you know, some people will just, their hearts are so hardened that they don't want to turn to God. But He's giving people, like His love is just so, He's just so merciful. Like we really do serve a merciful God. Like this grace period is not only benefiting those who have yet to turn to God. It's benefiting those of us who are in Him already. Because He wants us to, to enjoy this time. He wants us to enjoy life he gave it to us as a gift. And so he really wants us to enjoy it and just to 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 harvest all of the fruits to to be fruitful and multiply. So this grace period that he's given us in this time is just so crucial and it's just it just shows his love in so many magnificent ways because he's blessing people in this time. And God says that that he will bless his children in the time of destruction that while other people are weeping and crying that he will not hear those cries, but his children he will hear. So we just serve such an amazing God, y'all. And even in the midst of falling short and sinning, like he is just always there like I it it comes with the experience and the practice of just getting in his presence and learning him and being fully committed to to serve him and wanting to willfully be his servant, like be all of his, because that's essentially what we are, we all belong to him. But it's just amazing to know him in that way and so I really do pray that every single one of you listening into this podcast would just marvelize at that relationship that you have and if the relationship is not where you want it to be then to work on it and just to go to God and pray and say God, I want that relationship with you. I want to have a relationship with you. And that's okay to start there in prayer. I feel like there's a lot of religious spirits and a lot of people that tell you there's one way to pray. But just know that your relationship with God is your relationship with God. And He just wants you to go ahead and start it because that love is always going to be waiting there for you. He's been with you. He never leaves you. Even when you cannot feel his presence, he is still there. I promise you that. With that being said, I think this is where we're gonna end this podcast. I really do hope that this has helped someone understand that they are not alone when it comes to facing just those those things that we fall short doing, but then also that that we serve a God that will never leave us and that will still bless us in this time period, that there is still that love is still there for you. That it doesn't change, it doesn't stop. Just keep going, don't give up and don't let the enemy Have a playground in your mind. Don't let him stay there. Do not let him make home there. Rebuke him in the name of Jesus. I rebuke him in the name of Jesus. And just press forward in that relationship and go where you're called. Know that God will be with you wherever you go. So I love you. God loves you. And that is all I have for you today. Have a great night. It's only gonna get better Yeah the season's no nowhere- win